Uh, playing with Anki is one of the best players in the world, and I uh, just go to the net and put my on the ice, and it, uh, it makes it a really easy game for me. This is episode seven of the Vanderson Canucks podcast. My name is Eagle Anderson, and I am joined by my brother and co-host, the Canucks savant, Mason. How are you doing this morning, Mason? Doing good, young man. Good, good. Uh, it is currently Sunday morning. We're recording this one a little later than usual. It's uh, around noon on Sunday, January 21st. We're going to be covering a bunch of different things today. First, we're going to go over the forgotten one. Uh, this one, I think you're going to get it real quick, but it's a guy who's been pretty relevant. He's been in the news. So I think I think you're going to get it quick, but uh, it's a good one. Then we're going to go over the Canucks games from the week. They just cooked the Leafs last night, 6-4 in a, in a bit of a gong show game. We're going to talk about that, talk about all the games from the week. Uh, we're going to talk about Kuzmenko. He had a pretty tough week two games ago. He was benched the whole third period. Yesterday, I thought he looked solid, though. He's out there showing flashes. We're going to talk about what his future is. We're going to talk about uh, the Jim Rutherford extension. Resigned him for uh, the next three years, extended him. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about Rick Tockett and how he's potentially coach of the year. He's all-star coach. He's the man. We're going to talk about Shasha Shlemensky. I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. You can, uh, you can tell me if I am or not. He's a... Uh, prospect currently playing in the KHL. Canucks may be getting him uh, next season. Then we're going to talk about the metallic helmets that are supposedly coming in very soon. And then lastly, I'm going to ask you about some potential Pedersen trade packages if uh, if it comes to that. Anything you wanted to uh, add before we get started, Big Dog? Uh, nope. Ready to roll. Okay, the forgotten one. Rose, always interrupt me at any time once you figure out who this is. I bet you you get this one instantly. Do you have uh, – I'll give you a hint. He played four years for the Brampton Battalion. Is it Cody Hodgson? It's Cody Hodgson. <laughs> um, yeah, so I went with Cody Hodgson just because last – not yesterday, the Saturday before, Elliot Friedman announced that he was making a comeback potentially. And then a few days after that, he officially signed a PTO – with the Milwaukee Admirals, the National Predators farm team yeah. of the AHL. He hasn't played any games yet, but he is 34 now. No, 33. He's approaching 34 next month. Uh, he hasn't played in eight seasons. He had uh, he had a medical illness. It was super. It was like a super rare condition. That's why his career was cut so short. He was a really good prospect for the Canucks. We talked about him on one of the prior podcasts. He put up uh, some impressive point totals at the world juniors he was supposed to be the man vancouver ended up trading him to buffalo for zach cassian uh he was all right in buffalo he signed a big contract he put up 44 points one year but he just kind of went downhill each season he went to nashville worked out pretty tough in nashville he finished his career in 2015-16 with the nashville's farm team played some games there and said hey i got a med- medical condition i'm 26 years old we gotta hang it up then eight years later, skip ahead, he says, hey, I want to end the career out on my terms. He signed a PTO with Milwaukee. He's trying to make a comeback. Supposedly he's got a clean bill of health. What uh, what do you recall about my man, Mr. Hodgson? Cody Hodgson. I figured you were going to pick him. He was the Cucks' top prospect for a long time. And, yeah, he played there for a year and a half or whatever. He did a couple of years there for the actual team, year and a half, before they traded him for Zach Cassian. Yeah, good player. Too bad his career got cut short. I thought he was going to be a top six player for sure, especially after those World Juniors he had, when him and uh, Tavares, I believe, 
were on the same team. They ripped it up. Um, yeah, he uh, he kept getting when he's with the Canucks. He kept getting injured. He had issues yeah. with like the medical staff there. They misdiagnosed him a few times. Some, similar to Tanner Pearson a decade later, but he had issues with uh, with the staff. It seemed Vigneault had some comments about him in the media when he was there. It didn't really work out too well. He did have. He played part of that uh, 2011 season of the year they made it to the cup finals. He played eight games in the regular season. He put up two points, and he also played 12 playoff games with them, yep. which is pretty impressive. Next year, he finally got a shot. Uh, I think Kessler was injured to start the year, so he was their second-line center for a bit, and then he was their third-line center most of the season. 33 points in 63 games. This guy looked like a good, bright, young prospect, but Canucks didn't really have room for him. He didn't seem super happy there. They yeah. moved on him. They got a bigger, tougher guy in Zach Cassie, who's supposedly <laughs> the next Todd Bertuzzi. Uh, that did not work out, but nope. It looked like it was working out in Buffalo. Initially, he put up uh, he put up thirty four points in forty eight games in that lockout shortened season, his first full season there. So that's yep. near a point per game. Next season, forty four points in seventy two games. He also, I believe, it was after the twenty twelve thirteen season, he signed like a a six year deal worth like five mil somewhere in there. So he was getting paid good, but then the following season, 13 points in 78 games. It just it just didn't work out. But he's back. Hopefully, uh hopefully he makes a, a run at it. Yeah, was was the reason he fell off? Was it because of his disease he had? Because he kind of fell off a cliff his last like two years or something, didn't he? Yeah. So he had malignant hypothermia, which is it makes you your muscles weak. It gives you like fever, it messes with your heart rate. It has like a bunch of different things. And supposedly that's why he was getting injured earlier on. And that's also definitely why he fell off. He just okay. he couldn't hack it anymore. He just wasn't able to, um, his body was giving up on him, but supposedly now he's got a clean bill of health. I guess you can cure it. I don't know. 2023, <laughs> 24, he's making his return. For the Milwaukee yep. Admirals. Well, I'll be, I, I hope he makes uh, I hope he makes a return. Ever see him in the blue and green again? No, no, we don't. Yeah. I hope we see him. I hope we see him in the tele game though. I liked him, even though I believe he asked for a trade reportedly, eh? Because he wasn't yeah. happy playing behind Kessler and, and Henrik. So he's their yeah. third line center when they're healthy. What's I heard his dad, I, yeah, I heard his dad was a big freak or something too, I think. He's really involved with the team. His dad was actually a a federal MP as well. Okay. Cool he served, side note. Yeah. He served in the uh as a member of parliament for multiple curbs. I don't have the stats right now, but I read that. I like that. Um, yeah, he looked like he was going to be like a point per game, good player for a long time until I guess he got that disease. Hopefully he makes a good return. Yeah, straight. Uh, yeah, yeah, nice. A big slap shot goal against Boston. You remember that one? During the playoffs? No, in the right. It was their first game. They played each other after they played each other in the cup final. You don't uh, remember it? I don't recall. I would have been 10. He went bar down, <laughs> bar down on Tim Thomas. That's nice. That's awesome. That's your favorite Hodgson memory? Yeah. Nice. My most notable Hodgson memory is when they traded him. I said, oh, no, I thought he was supposed <laughs> to be really good. The sack casting guy looks like a maniac. Yeah. Um, they, also, they also got Marc-Andre Grignani. I don't know if you remember him. Yeah. He, yeah. Did, he did not pan out either. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Um, Moving on. So Monday they played Columbus. They lost in a shootout. That was the last game of uh, their longest road trip this season. They had some travel issues too because there was a snowstorm in Buffalo on the. Yeah. Did we talk about the Buffalo game? The Buffalo game? Yeah, Ooh. we we missed that I one. Don't, 
Yeah, I don't think we talked about the Buffalo game because that was on Saturday or Sunday. Saturday or Sunday? Yeah, that would have been on the Saturday. Saturday. That was on Saturday, yeah. Yeah, so they played uh, Buffalo last Saturday, and they ended up winning. It was a tight game, one nothing. Yeah, who will take it? And then there's a snowstorm in Buffalo. They had some travel issues. I think it got delayed. They their next game was on Monday. They had some travel issues against Columbus. They had to play at 10 a.m. because it was Martin Luther King Day. You watched the game. Uh, how'd the game go? Uh, it was a pretty bad game. Canucks looked really tired, like they're at the end of a road trip and they couldn't fly out till the day before and they're playing early morning. It was just and I've seen it coming kind of too. They're playing they were just looked like they were dead out there. But they kept scoring a lot of goals still. Columbus is a pretty bad team. I was happy to I was happy they got a point out of it. DeSmith played really well. Word. Canucks just they just looked tired. No problem though. They get the bounce back opportunity Thursday, January 18th. They were back at home, kept on Arizona. They ended up winning 2-1. Uh Patterson had a power play bomb. Arizona tied it up. It was 1-1 heading into the second. Vancouver ends up just they just win 2-1. It was a the whole third period. I was thinking, hmm, are Canucks gonna fold? And I said, you know what? Canucks aren't gonna fold. They're the best team in the league this year. And they just held yeah. on and they just won the game. It was solid. I don't have too many notes. Besser had another disallowed goal. It seems like yeah. every game I watch, this guy gets a yeah. disallowed goal. But um, yeah, they ended up winning solid game, two on. No one's too excited. Kuzmenko got benched in the third period. We talked about yeah. that a little bit earlier. That made me sad. Yeah. But uh, Zadorov, he beat up O'Brien. He was running around. Yeah. Me. What uh, What were your biggest takeaways from that game? Uh, it was a good game. Really fit, super physical. Really kind of felt like a playoff game a little bit. Really physical, low scoring. Um, same actually with the Buffalo game too. Even though Buffalo's an Eastern Conference team, it was super physical game, low scoring too. I think that's good for the Canucks in the long run. Have these a couple lower scoring, tight checking physical games. Probably more indicative of the playoffs. Sure is night and day compared to last year of them holding on to leads, eh? In the third period. Big time. It's, mm. They're not they're not kids anymore. They've been out there. They uh they're, they're playing like a veteran team. Yeah. Last game was also physical. The Leafs game was also pretty yeah, physical. Really wrote, physical. The last like couple of weeks of Canucks hockey, I swear it's been like I don't know. Getting a little testier. Little testier, which is good as long as no mm. one gets hurt. But um yeah, yesterday was a, a wild ride. They had a chance. They lost the first game against Toronto this season. They get another chance against the guys this time. It's in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. The, the world's watching Hockey Night in Canada. Vancouver comes out 3 nothing. Hoaglander's got a couple of goals. I think he's on pace for like, he'd be on pace for like 26 goals, which is 26 goals, and he's averaging just over 11 minutes of ice time a game, which is pretty nuts. Isn't that great? Yeah, it's pretty yeah. That's pretty crazy, actually. And they do, they have them signed through next season, too. So even if they lose Joshua, they lose some of their depth guys. Hoaglander's still there for another season, at least, which is good. I hope they don't end up trading him this year. Yeah, I don't think they will. Because he, what's he at? 1.1 million, I think. 1.1 million next year. Yeah, I say keep that guy around for next season. Sure. Yeah, they. I, I think they will. Um. Yeah, he has two goals. Garland in the third line scored another goal. 3 yeah. nothing Vancouver. They're going to run away with it. And then what happens? Uh, Toronto does Toronto things. I was pretty fired up for the game too. It's probably the game I wanted the Canucks to win the most all season, just because that how the first game against their other game against Toronto went this year didn't play very good. They lost, and uh, they're playing in Vancouver for some reason. They're playing on Toronto time though. They played at four or five or whatever, 
And the Leafs also, I was thinking of a little rant. They suck. <laughs> say it right now. Tell me. Um, well, I just, I hate their team. They got like super elite top six, right? I think their top nine actually is pretty fine because they got Domi and like Young Croak and stuff in their top nine. But their forward depth in their last, in their fourth line and their extra forwards isn't very good. Their whole decor kind of sucks. They don't have very much depth and they're not very elite and their goaltending sucks. And they play soft. I hate the Leafs team. So I really wanted the Canucks to take it to them. And they got off to that 3-0 lead. Canucks looked really good in the first period. And then Toronto did Toronto things. They scored those three goals. A couple of them were pretty whack, though. Did you watch the game? I watched the entire game, yep. What do you think of those two Nylander goals? Uh, I thought that was a fudge by Demko. But you know what? He had a shout-out against Buffalo. He played great. And he played great during the third period, too. So Yeah. Yeah, I thought he played... Those, those were a couple soft goals, but I thought he played great down the stretch when they needed him. And he also did make some big saves. And he had to face a lot of shots. What was it? 48 shots at the end. He made I think so. He yeah. let in four goals. That's not terrible, honestly. No, that's not bad. It was it was actually it was a good game. Really uh it was a roller coaster of a game for sure. And that's good for the Canucks too to blow a three-nothing lead and then stick with it mm-hmm. and then come out with the win. That's pretty good. Yeah. Same with like there, I didn't like. I didn't think the Pedersen, Besser, Miller line played very that well too until like they got their goals in the third period. So I was good, good for them to come up clutch. Demko made some big saves, really physical. See, I like Tyler Myers at the end of the game. He was getting into it uh, yesterday. The whole game, uh, I thought he looked good. He uh, yeah. checked a guy over the boards at one yeah. point. He was yeah. just running around being a menace. <laughs> yeah, um, that was good stuff. That was a good game. Yeah, that was one of the more. Um, more exciting ones of the season for sure, especially since it was against Toronto and it was on a Saturday. Yeah. Love to see that win. Um Garland's got two goals now. He's not uh except eight goals on the season. That third line is is playing their playing great. And mm-hmm. everyone's happy. Who's your uh who's your MVP of the game yesterday? Because a lot of people, individuals had good games. Yeah, a lot of individuals did have good games. Probably Garland. He's probably the yeah. best. He had he had those two goals. I think he also had an assist. And yeah. he was all over the ice too. He got hit. A, he got crushed a couple of times yesterday. He gets so low, he gets run over. Probably Garland, but yeah, uh, uh, Susie got hurt too. I think I don't know what happened to him. Actually, I didn't follow up with it. I think he didn't play at all in the third period. And Hughes and Hronick took penalties, so Ian Cole played a lot in the third period. He played really good. I thought Myers had a really physical game. Zadorov has been really good lately. Seems like he's getting more comfortable with the Canucks. Yeah, uh, I'm warming up to him more and more. Still don't want to pay him five years at five million, but he looks good. Um, but Hoaglander obviously had those two goals. Probably Garland, though. Garland was probably player of the game. Yeah, I can dig that. Okay, moving on. Next topic we're going to hit. Kuzmenko, what's his deal? Yeah. I don't know. What talk it said the other day? It said they've been coaching the hell out of him, I think. Yeah, that's I don't know. Crazy. just looks like he has no confidence. That suitor Mikheyev kuzmenko line kind of looks half invisible out there. They haven't done too much. I don't think they put up any points, really, if they've been together. Um... Yeah, he just looks like he's got no confidence. Like he might need a change of scenery. He played pretty good yesterday, though. He had some yeah. nice moves behind the net, and he drew a penalty too. I thought he yeah. had a decent game, but yeah, they benched him in the third period the other night. He's only playing like ten and a half minutes a night. You think? <laughs> they if they, yeah. If they trade him at this point, do they have to throw in something? No, I don't think so. No, he's but he it's it's tight cap times. Everyone, uh, we're in a recession or whatever. Everyone's Pinching their pennies. Guy takes up no. five million. He signs through next season. Well, if he they trade him, 
it'll probably be in a deal with another player with cap coming back. You don't think they would have to take a, a loss on him or anything to trade no. him at this point, though? Okay. Nope. Okay. I'll I'll, I'll save that clip and I'll bring it back. You, do you think they should trade him? Do you think he deserves a change of scenery? Or do you think they should wait it out? Uh, they put up 40 wait. goals last year. Yeah, and they've been waiting out a while. They're not like a huge pressure situation until the deadline because they're still winning games. Even though he's not producing, it's not like they're losing or anything. They're still winning games in the top of the league. So they can be patient with it, but it looks like he'll probably need to change the scenery. He, probably this year, I'm thinking. I'm leaning towards they'll trade him this year. And if you had to guess, where does uh, where does he go? Do you have a destination in mind? Well, it's hard to say. I don't know if because they're gonna they're big game hunting. The Canucks are. I don't know if it would be in a deal with another team like that for the player, or if they would ship him off to like a team with a lot of cap just for like a a, dra- a depth draft pick or something. You know. So I don't know. It could go a lot of different teams. Go to a lot of different teams. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Jim Rutherford, the man got extended. Three more seasons with Vancouver. Three more years, yeah. What are your thoughts on uh, old man Jim? Uh, yeah, much deserved. Canucks are top of the league right now. Um, yeah, I liked it. Get on him. I, heard, I think they're going to extend. I heard they're going to extend Patrick Alvin this week at some point too. That's what Elliot Friedman said. So that's good. Deserved. I like it. Well, extending these, extending these managers, Mason. That's all well and good. But what about Mister Patterson? Mm, I heard he doesn't want to negotiate until the end of the year. You think that's worrying? Yeah, it's a little bit worrying, for sure. But uh, he doesn't want to negotiate till the end of the year. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? He, yeah, he's an RFA, too, so they got control over him. They're not going to lose him for nothing or anything, you know? So, I don't know. Just be patient with it. It'll be fine. I, th- I think he'll sign in the offseason. Okay, what about uh, Sasha Chlemevsky? Can you pronounce his last name? I can't. I've never heard his name pronounced. I'm not going to attempt. Chlemevsky. Chlemevsky, I believe. How Sasha C H L E M V S K I Chlemevsky. Okay. Shlemsky. Sounds sounds about right. He's a he's a Sharks guy, isn't he? Davis, yeah, right? he's a, a sixth round pick by the Sharks originally. The last two seasons, he's been in the KHL. He's been ripping it up. He's an an American, actually. I don't know what the deal is there with a name like that, but um, <laughs> he's playing over in the KHL. He's one of the top players. I think he's in the top ten in scoring this season. He's not number one. Number two is Goldobin for some reason. Number three is Reed, Reed Boucher, another former Canuck. Uh, yeah, bring him on the uh, yeah forgotten ones. Reed Boucher. Yeah, but um. But no, yeah, he's put up 47 points in 52 games this season. He's one of the better players in the league. He's only 24 years old. He spent a little bit of time in the NHL. Uh, he played a total of 24 games with the Sharks over a period of two seasons. 10 assists in that time. And yeah, he's got his contract's up at the end of the season. Many NHL teams are in on. Canucks are one of them. His agent is also Dan Milstein, who's also the agent of Nikita Zadorov, Andre Kuzmenko, Mikheyev. Uh, Danila Klimovich and Kirill, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, cut. Do you know? Kudarayat, Kudarayatsev or whatever? Kudarayatsev, that sounds right. Yeah, so he's the manager of all those Canucks players. Why not add uh, Sasha Shlomevsky to the mix? Is is he not going to sign with San Jose, like for sure? Uh, it doesn't look like it, no. Okay. 
Sure, bring him on. <laughs> I don't know too much about him. I just heard it in the room. I heard he's good. I don't know. Do you know have his you have stats in front of you? Yes, he's a six foot right handed forward who okay. appeared in twenty four games. Is he a winger? Uh, he is a winger. Yeah, okay. he'll be. He'll take uh, Kuzmenko's spot, maybe. <laughs> I don't know, but Canucks are in on him. We'd like to see him take all those freebies from the KHL if he can. They'd probably yeah. have to trade for his rights from uh, San Jose. They would have to. I don't think yeah. they would trade too much, though. No, probably like a draft pick or something, right? Eh? Yeah. Mid-round draft pick or something. Yeah, but the guy's 24 years old. He's a sixth-rounder in 2017, and he's raring to go. Okay. We'll Hopefully we over. get him. Yeah, bring him over. Sure. <laughs> Damn, Skippy. And then the metallic helmets. The The first episode, we talked about it. They teased these shiny blue chrome helmets that were coming in January. And we haven't heard anything about it since. Yesterday, they wore their uh, their black jerseys, their skate jerseys with the matte black helmets. And before that, they were on the road, and they were just wearing their normal get-up. Do we see these metallic helmets soon or uh yeah, they said in January, right? And yeah. Canucks are at the end of January now. They got three games left for the All Star break, and I heard they're wearing their skate jerseys, black skates, the next two games, and then the last game against Columbus, I think, in their homestand, they're using their blue ones again. So that would be the time to do it. So yeah, they said so. That's what they said. So we'll see if they're mad people of their word. Damn straight. And you know what? If you're going to rock some shiny, obnoxious helmets, the season when you're first in the league is probably the year to do it. Yeah, I would agree. What do you think? Yeah, uh, yeah. good stuff. Canucks going to go. What are they going to finish the last three uh, home games here before All-Star break? They play Chicago tomorrow on Monday. Then they play, I believe, St. Louis. And then they finish it off against Columbus. Uh, they should. It's all at home? All at home. To be three and the uh, St. Louis game will be the toughest one, but um, they should definitely get revenge against Columbus. They're garbage this year, they lost yeah. the last game. And Blackhawks are regardless, yeah. should smoke them. But you know what? You know what? You never know. And I think yeah. Blues will be the toughest game, but they're 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 spaced out the ones on Monday, the ones on Wednesday, and then the ones on Saturday. You're at home, take all three. Sweet. Any expectations for the Canucks at the All-Star game? Uh, I just read today, who was it? Pedersen and Miller and Hughes are all going to be in skills competition. So I want to see them take home the skills competitions. I also want to see, because it's co-captains Hughes and Hughes with Michael Buble will be yeah. one of the four teams. <laughs> I want to see them pick all the Canucks they can. So get Pedersen first and probably you're going to want Miller, then you're going to want your goalie and Demko, and I bet you Besser drops. So Hughes, Hughes and Hughes better pick an all-Canucks team. Right, right. Sounds, Sounds good to me. Are you going to watch the All-Star game this year? Uh, I don't know. If I'm home, maybe. Probably. Okay. It's not, it's not a priority. It's not a priority. Yeah, I do want to watch the draft, though. The draft's always fun. Yeah, it is. I have no I don't follow any. I have no idea what's going on. I just seen yesterday. I didn't know there was going to be four. I thought it was just going to be like divisions were going to be teams. No, they're doing. They're bringing back the All Star Draft again, which was fun okay, when yeah. they did it. Remember when uh, Phil Kessel got picked last and they gave him a car? Yeah, it was. That's the... was filming him. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> yeah, it was like early twenty. That was like 2013 ish, somewhere in there. They did it for a few seasons, and I I remember I watched it, and it was fun every year. So if uh, yeah, if they're doing that, I believe they're doing that. Bring it back. Yeah, yeah. do it, and uh, 
have all the Canucks there for the for the return to the All Star Draft. Heck yeah, sign me up. Sounds good to me. Okay, big dog. You have a nice rest of your Sunday. Okay, you too. Peace. See you guys next week. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the Banderson Canucks Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please leave a five-star review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And please tune in again next week, either Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, for the next installment of the podcast. Thanks again for listening. Have a good week.